The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with an old friend, Tara Petrolino. She grew up in New Jersey, but has lived the last handful of years in London with her husband and her two young kids. Tara, given that you have a foot here in the States, but most of your time is spent in London, what about life there should we adopt here? Oh my goodness. Um, Sounds a bit like a trick question, but I think one thing that I've absolutely loved about London, um, living here now for almost six years, is um, everything's just a bit fancy. They do pomp and circumstance very well here. Uh, And I think when you move here, well, day-to-day life is very similar to kind of what I would experience in the States in terms of my daughter goes to school and she goes to ballet and she's at swim practice and, you know, we're strolling the baby through town. I think the most different thing I would say from um, life in America is that everyone just kind of steps up their game a little bit. Um, the way they dress and the way they speak to one another, there is um, a sense of formality, um, almost a, a romantic sense of, of years gone by that they have not quite lost yet, at least not on the whole. You think Americans would just find that all unnecessary? Yeah, probably. And, you know, I'm an American and I was born and raised in New Jersey and I've got that whole East Coast mentality. So, Everyone in the kind of New York City area just wants to keep it moving and might not feel like they have time for all of that. But I think if you could just slow down for a minute, not to say London's slow by any means, um, there's something kind of nice about it. How long did it take you to get into the fancy party scene? I mean, come on, no, you know me, not long at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seems like a great idea from the word go. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's been fun. We've, we've had a, we've had an opportunity to meet some wonderful people and we've made some great friends and um, we've been to a lot of wonderful dinner parties and have hosted lots of wonderful dinner parties and, and which have spurred fantastic dinner conversation. Um, So while I do miss um, so many things about home, that's been one of the things I've really cherished um, enjoying being here. Now Harper's almost four. So do you see any American in her? I mean, she was born in London and she's been raised here, but she's a whole lot of American. Um, we always joke she's this hybrid of Hoboken, Montauk, and Notting Hill. Um, and if you need to know what that hybrid looks like, I, I guess you just have to look and, and listen to my daughter. She kind of goes in and out of sounding a bit like Peppa Pig and a bit like a Jersey girl. And she's got a little bit of a Long Island drawl. Um, so she she gets she gets it all. She's a pretty smart kid. and. Um, I think she's uh, adapted well to kind of all of her environment. Right. And that includes spending time in the States. So how does she handle adapting to culture here after spending so much of the year in London? Well, for Harper and I, and um, now my little baby Hayden, Harper specifically has been on almost 40 international flights. She's gone back and forth quite a bit um, that we have done both to see friends and family, but also for my work, which is based stateside. So she hasn't had a hard time, I would say, adjusting to the American life because for the most part, she knows two homes. She has London and she has the States. And so I think that she's just known no different from the day she was born. And adjusting hasn't really had to be a struggle because it's just her way of life. She 
is there a good portion of the time and she's here a good portion of the time. And I think she is, um, you know, for almost four year old little girl, she's done a really good job of, uh, of bridging the gap between both places. How different is it from how you grew up? <laughs> totally different. Um, I grew up in a small town in Northwest New Jersey called Hackettstown. Uh, our only claim to fame is that the world headquarters for M&M Mars. So I used to smell the chocolate um, of the <laughs> M&Ms in the playground of my uh, elementary school. But yeah, this is a totally different world that we're living in right now and that she's going to grow up in. Um, and there are a lot of pluses and, and there are some challenges as well. We're also just growing up in, um, we're raising our kids in a different world in terms of social media, which has many advantages, but it also has some setbacks, I would say. So it is very different from how I grew up. I grew up in a very small little town. Um, I went to school with the same 15 or 16 kids from the time I was in kindergarten until the time I was in the eighth grade. So already just the fact that Harper has been on, you know, about four different continents and however many different countries from all the traveling. I mean, she she knows the world to be so much bigger at such a younger age than I ever did. How, how do your parents handle that, seeing you as a mom there, given how differently you grew up here in New Jersey? You know, I think uh, I'm an only child, so my mom, dad, and I are so tight. And I can't really say that there have been anybody else more um, important and um, kind of inspirational in my life than they have. They have adopted a schwa de vive in their own life, um, be it that they were kind of former hippies who grew up in Brooklyn and lived in New York City during its heyday. And so I think for me, they've just imparted that wisdom of the most important thing they want to see me be is happy um, in my life, in my family, in my marriage, with my children, in my career. And um, they see how happy we are when we are living this life and are in London. And so I think they've just been totally supportive of that. I mean, sometimes they think it's wild um, right. to, to see what we've done. Um, but I also think deep down, they just know that in terms of happiness of a child, you can't really ask for anything more than that. And, and I see that now as a mother with my own children. What are, what are mom groups like in London? To be fair, I don't really know. I can't really compare them to mom groups in New York or in Hoboken where I spend a lot of time other than um, I think they're relatively similar. I think, um, that, and I say that because I, I had my children both here. So I wasn't right. a mom when I left the States. And, right. and so I don't have a ton to compare it to, but I do get home a lot. And my girlfriends back home, you know, when they tell me stories, they sound pretty similar to the mom stories here. I, I think wherever you are, you just have to figure out what it is that works for you. There's a ton of outside pressures, I think, especially in big cities like London and like New York. And um, I don't think that's dissimilar between the two that, um, you know, moms are human and, and they can get, you know, the crazy factor can, can reign supreme sometimes. I think everyone is guilty of wanting the best for their children and not everyone gets to that end point the same way. So um, I would definitely say you just have to kind of steer your own path, make sure you're surrounding people that make you feel good and supported. And it's especially important when you're in a place like I am where you're surrounded by a lot of people that aren't always around their friends and their family. So you have to kind of make that 
those friends, family, when you're so far from home. Um, and, and we're in a neighborhood where there are a lot of Americans. Notting Hill has a lot of Americans. Um, some of our great friends are from Australia. Others are from New York here. So I think you always have to um, remember that everyone is, uh home is generally far away. At least a lot of our friends' homes are far away. And so you kind of surround yourself with those people that make you feel supported and, and loved um, when you're so far away. Does Harper like fish and chips? She loves them. She loves fish and chips. She loves burger and chips. Um, can't really. She hasn't really found a chip she hasn't liked. But um, <laughs> does, she, does she put vinegar on the fish? <laughs> no, I don't think she's. Uh, she's. She's still loving her ketchup. She hasn't quite turned over to the malt vinegar route yet. <laughs> but um, she. We cook a lot at home, so she eats a lot of different things. She's got a, a pretty good palate. Anyone that knows Harper knows that um, she'd probably prefer a big bowl of salad with olives than anything else. But. <laughs> She's had her fair share of fish and chips. (laughs) Exactly. Tara, I appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, my pleasure, Noah. Thanks. I just really like hearing what life is like for friends living outside of New York City, even if it's pretty similar. The little things like fancy dinner parties are interesting to me. And 40 international flights by the age of four for Harper? Girl's gonna have diamond medallion status before she's six. Have a story for me? Let me know at Noah Kozlov, C O S L O V, on Twitter or comment on an Instagram post at Wawa Run. Better yet, leave a review after subscribing to the podcast and clicking the five star rating. Thanks for taking the time to join us on the follow up. The follow-up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.